Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host, Pete Pascoe. That'll be me. All right, how you doing? Gather around. Hope your week's going okay. In fact, I hope it's going fantastically well. Um, mine is. I've had a bit of fun this week, done a bit of fishing, and uh, I particularly enjoy a bit of fishing. I uh, might have had a bit of luck, which always helps. Uh, the experience was particularly helped by the beautiful sunset that was happening. I love I love going down at sunset and just watching that that sun dip away and uh, watching those stars sort of appear one by one where it just goes sort of that dark velvety blue colour. The colour seeps away and slowly, that twinkling star like he'd been there all along. He had. Just the sunshine was too bright to see him. Pretty cool concept, eh? The stars are there the whole time. Whoa. <laughs> Tuning in here for the first time, thinking this guy's pretty out there. Well, I am tonight. Um, look, what are you going to get here? You've had a look at the perhaps the show notes or the, the introduction to the um, podcast. Should give it a go? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to put you in the shoes of a, a songwriter, and we're going to look at a song today called Made Me Realise. And uh, what I was just doing was probably exactly that. Us songwriters are... Yeah, pretty artistic, I guess, where you have to be, eh? And you sort of live in this realm of dreamy kind of stuff, and the chords I'm just playing here as I'm, pl- as I'm uh, speaking or attempting to speak, because I went into music land, is from the song Made Me Realize, the main three chords, yeah? Um, we had these really beautiful birds visit the backyard recently, speaking of nature, Black cockatoos. And I did mention them. Oh boy, the light's gone out. Let's see what's going to happen here. I seem okay. There's a, oh boy, because there's a thunderstorm around. I was just wondering whether everything, everything was going to shut down, but that's kind of cool now. It's just my magic lamp I picked up from the side of the road. I call it my magic lamp. It's gone out again, you know. That's pretty freaky. Maybe that... Um, just plug it in a bit better or something, but it's actually... You tap it three times, and away it goes. And twice now it's turned itself off, which is just a little bit disconcerting for no particular reason out here by myself. I've opened up some cupboards there, pulled out an old letter I'd written. Ah, wow, where are we going with this? I just want to... We're getting deep into the dreamy sort of space where, yeah, songwriters dwell... The birds in the backyard, black cockatoos. I did talk about them, and tonight, just before I started, I, I found the video of them. So what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm just going to play, I'm just going to let them roll. Here we go. These are black cockatoos. I live in Melbourne, Australia, um, and they are big, regal birds. Beautiful, beautiful birds. They fly over with just a nice flight. And we got visited by, I think, 13 or 15, 15 of them came just over the fence and just hanging around wow can you hear the wind in the storm well there's a good sort of a mood happening tonight i'm enjoying this but i'm just going to stop this and just uh bring the black cockatoos in here we go just a second now (laughs) it's a cool unusual sort of sound isn't it you must hear them talking Anyway, my, my wife and I, we, we sat and watched them for 45 minutes. Beautiful, big, black bird. And I, I just love nature. 
And now maybe you're thinking, what the heck has that got to do with songwriting? And I tell you what, being out in nature really has the effect of a couple of things. It recharges my batteries, full stop, and it gets me in the zone for a bit of songwriting. Yeah? And this song was written in September 1987, some time ago, right? Want to talk about patience briefly as a songwriter? Here you go. Patience, people. Okay, I wrote it in 87, which incidentally was when I wrote Lifetimes. From my River Music album, which was just piano. Solo, but there was something about that song I thought was kind of cool, and there's something about made me realize it was kind of cool. And it was really the first time I think I imagined I wasn't a guitarist, which I'm not, <laughs> barely hanging onto the piano there. But I wrote it with just a few chords, really. Um, and I want you to know that when I talked about patience, well, that was '87 when I wrote it. Uh, I'll look it up exactly when it was, but this is years later at the SB. There was in Palmer North, New Zealand, I wrote it. Now, years and years later was the first time it ever got played by my band, Pete Pascoe and the Patient Hum, back at the SB. And I'll, I'll look up the data and I'll put that in the show notes. But I think it was probably about, I'm guessing, maybe seven years ago we it got its first airing. And then this song has just been released a year ago. Uh, during COVID, uh, we, we got to be together and recorded just before COVID hit in Melbourne here, and I, I, yeah, produced it at home in my studio and released it finally in the year twenty twenty. <laughs> like that is, is it like thirty three years later or something? Yeah, thirty three years from writing to realizing uh, uh, what I think is a cool, cool, cool finished version. Now, what you're about to hear, you're about to roll the song. Um, is the live version that we of us uh, playing it at the SB and the SB? What I say, the SB. What's this cool place? And this is pretty momentous for me because as a New Zealander, I'd read about the Esplanade Hotel, and it was a place where Split Ends did one of their early shows, and Split Ends were had a huge effect on me. Massive New Zealand band, worldwide success. Check them out, Neil Finn, Tim Finn. Well, they played at the SB, and they got. They got written up as New Zealand's greatest rock and roll band, which they really loved because they're an art rock sort of more of a band, yeah? And anyway, the SB became sort of a rite of passage. And one of my goals coming from New Zealand to Melbourne was to rock the joint with a band, which I did, and it was a great feeling. We did happen to do a band competition and get the top 10 out of 100 bands and you guys playing original music, so that was cool. But I want you to hear, made me realise this was the first time we played it live. Me on the keyboards and the bass and vocals. Okay, here we go. Without further ado, rolling. Keep us 
Uh, you have now been at the SB in Melbourne, which is a pretty pretty much hallowed ground. It's a it's a coolest old hotel right on the foreshore, renowned for its music. And it was a good feeling to be producing that there. And look, I think we played that pretty well. Can I can I just say um, normally I'm just going to dive into the lyrics after that, but since it was a live performance, a couple of things as, as a as a songwriter. Um, 
that is kind of like your exhibition as an artist, yeah? Like, I'm an artist as well. I'm always drawing these analogies, I know. But it is like that, yeah? And, and when you have these moments, there was one in there for me. Um, can I just say there was actually our sound check on the night <laughs> as well? First song, yep. Away you go, go, fellas. Like, this is it. Oh, great, you know. Uh, I was playing piano and keys bass down there and uh, singing it and hoping like heck we were going to hold it together as a band I have a train wreck I didn't think we were but we only rehearsed it earlier in that week thought we'll give it a go yeah be good <laughs> good idea uh, did you hear the lady calling you out there there was one lady that she was like yep oh I love it it was pretty comical um, good on her she was very supportive and uh, she might have had one or two under her belt I think because at the end she came up and shook my hand and kept talking holding on to my hand I says yep I kind of need it for the next song she's still holding my hand and <laughs> it was pretty funny she came right up to stage so I'd love that performance and did you hear that I don't know if you heard me but just before the guitar solo went all right in that moment there was that release there was that presentation and feeling like hey this is actually going pretty well we're up to the guitar solo yeah I'm loving this after since 1987 you know here I am presenting the song, so you got to have some patience, don't you? Uh, all the piano was all improvised and everything like that, so it's a really nice feeling to play in a band. Okay, great to have a band, but it's really good fun to have songs to play in a band, I reckon. Really good. It's great to play other people's songs, absolutely, but it's a different kind of band when you've got your own songs. So I've just lifted up the... Uh, the old green book here and made me realize it's september 87 oh song number 41 in this in your song books ladies and gentlemen so song 41 page 41 sometimes late things seem so clear like a gift of sight through mist of the things we fear <laughs> those lyrics aren't too bad was the mood tonight with the, the thunderstorm just rolling by and the, the magic light going out twice and that cupboard opened out in my studio hmm Okay, what's that about? Sometimes late things seem so clear. Yeah, yeah, you know that gift of that, that clarity, I guess, is the word we're talking about here. All, all the muttering thoughts and chatter fall away, and it's almost like you can see things clear, with a great sense of clarity, things that have been there all the time. When everything falls around, the, these you know big things cast in, in, in you know, something solid, you can see them and almost feel them and sense them, yeah. And all night we've discussed with you lying in my arms sacred things like trust which keeps us from harm. Aha, there's someone else in the picture. Yep, thinking about how clear it is, thinking with your own mind, and then isn't it great when you're with someone? This is, this is talking about the first time I was actually with someone really close and almost your thinking is one. It's a pretty cool thing. The silence that surrounds me, such so once more I'm alone. To recall classic images, a rose and a thorn. Whoa, is that a cliche or what? I think I got away with it. If the world, that a cliche for a reason, rose and a thorn, probably been overdone, but it was buried in there. Or maybe I'll, I'll let myself off of that. If the world could drift quietly away, we'd make love and peace. And what I did there when I recorded the album, I, I just thought it was a bit sort of <laughs> pretty in your face. So if the world could drift quietly away, We'd be in peace, is what I sort of said. And then that, that took on another level at peace. Hmm. Okay, moved on or in the moment and happy? Who knows? I guess I'm trying to say, don't you cease to be around me so fine when you're near the sun shines from behind any dark skies? 
It makes me realize. We thumb lifts into each other's thoughts. It doesn't matter what direction to where it's close to my heart. That's just what it means to me. So there you go. That That's sort of the... The idea, basically, that the clarity of thought and, yeah, wow, were you thinking that as well? That kind of feeling, yeah? And then later on, it was just me writing it, reflecting on the moment. So I've sort of traveled in time a little bit there, saying, you know, all night we've discussed. And maybe this person, this other person in the relationships disappeared for a little while and left me here to reflect on, you know, stuff and writing it down. This is what I wrote. Didn't mean to lay any traps in their path. Seems a capture's been made. Unintentionally, I laugh. <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. And if a tear seems likely to burst in the shower of feelings, a heart might just be prone to any slight cracks healing. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that line. Those lines, pretty wordy, eh? If a tear seems likely to burst in a shower of feelings, you know, a tear is such a powerful thing. It's just like such a lot of emotion in one tiny wee thing. Well, if it bursts in a shower of feelings, a heart might just heal along the way. So relationships are healing. That in a nutshell is the lyrics. It's it's a bit of a, you know, uh, I guess you could call it a love song in a way, but not it wasn't the sort of um, literal sort of, yeah, oh baby, I love you kind of song, was it? It was just sort of a uh, written back, t- taking a step back and a bigger view, almost like a world view, that, that sort of, you know, dreamy sort of space um, where songs come from. And uh, so I had those words because back then I was a words and music kind of guy. And here's what I would have done. Gone for a spin. Oh, I like that. I would have said that. I like what happened there. I kept the chord and I changed the bass note. The bass note when I emphasize that. And down to there. So there's kind of a motif. Which I emphasize in the band still to today. At the at the Outro, I guess we'll call it. Is that even a word? The solo at the end of the song, yeah? So I've got a bit of a thing going on here. Way back in the day as I wrote it. And I just would have started playing over the top of it. Playing with my voice. Yeah? Uh, Sometimes late Things seem so clear Like a gift to sight through mist are the things we fear And all night we've discussed with you Lying in my arms Sacred things like trust Keep us from harm And back then, back in the day, I didn't have a recorder So you can imagine us, what was I doing? I wrote the chords down really quickly And a hint of melody, just like that And then try that. So doesn't that just sort of the melody almost sound like a guitar line kind of solo? Yeah, I was really in the mood, wasn't I, when I wrote this song? I think anyway. Am I blowing my own trumpet? Probably. And then it goes into the chorus. 
Don't you cease to be around me So fine when you're near The sun shines behind in the dark skies You made me realize Does it again? We found lips that we found lips Into each other's thoughts Doesn't matter what direction It's always close to my heart And then we're back out And we don't want to take it too far so we just look at that chorus there. Um, where did that come from? I think the bass probably drove it a little bit because it's very similar to that. Bom, bom, bom. Here we go. Bom, bom, bom. And back to the chord. How about the melody? I can't remember. the stumbles through there but I was just really interested because I've never analysed the melody before and look I don't mind it I don't think it's one of the world's greatest melodies but I do think it suits the sort of sparseness of the mana chords and how it goes because it we don't you cease to be around me so fine when you're near the sun shine behind any dark skies and you know what else I think it suits me as a singer yeah, um, I'm not gonna. I, I just there was some. Yeah, there was some. I, I didn't mind the way I sang some of those lines. I know they were live and they were buried, and I was concentrating on making sure we were holding it together as a band, directing proceedings with eye uh, symbol looking. Yeah, like yeah. Now we're going into this bridge. All those sorts of going on, and the bridge was this. Not far from home, back to the opening chord. And again, we're back home to the opening chord. But then, just for a minute, and that's saying, hey, wait, there's something else. This. there and that's go all right and that's where neil sims from the patient hum band uh guys uh yeah um dan jew on drums and Anse reed on rhythm guitar and neil on lead guitar and we have a great time together and that, and that was what we did if you want to hear the finished version it's on the album called the roughest cut you can check that out online made me realize this is the opening track Okay, so that was, you know, sort of how the music came together. And for a long, long time, you know, it was just me on the piano. And uh, eventually, it was a bit more than that, which was good. Just before I started, I'm rustling around here. I picked out an old letter I wrote once upon a time, and I see I've inherited it. It's in this box. And I'm just going to take you now to some other birds. I'm going to try and describe them in a way. But uh, here we go. Hey. This is me writing years ago. This is probably about 17 years ago. 
Hey, it's before sunrise. It's getting light in the east. Yanni's wading out in the river mouth at Kuritau, which is in Taupo, New Zealand. There's a beautiful river mouth that goes into a massively deep lake. And the lake is actually one of the biggest, oldest craters in the world. It's a magic part of the world. Check it out online if you're there. Uh, Yanni, uh, no longer with us, tragically uh, passed away way too young. But boy, was he a great fisherman. Um, obviously enough light for me to write in. To write, there's a big bluey grey lump of cloud over where the sun will appear. It's still, the birds are singing. I'm sitting in the sand watching Yanni cast. How's that? I'm not fishing. <laughs> no license. Once upon a time, I'd never have coped, but yeah, getting a bit old. I'm just enjoying sitting back watching someone else fish, soaking it up. So I'm just interjecting there around the words. I think I'll get a license for fishing soon. I'll be fishing guide. Here I am. It's so beautiful. I'm going to soak up the pink sunrise against the ripply, shiny, blue-grey water. Yanni silhouetted against the backdrop. The Kuratau bluff cliffs and trees are showing colour as the light increases. A grey heron grocks, uh, announcing his departure, and the current chuckles. Wax eyes, blackbirds, bellbirds sing. The sky is glowing, lines of pink cloud against the increasingly blue sky. I hope Yanni's getting his fly in the right place. It's a trout fly in the water. He's casting okay. Oh, this is beautiful. It's a bit brisk here with shorts and jandals. Jandals, New Zealand term for uh, flip-flops. Yeah, put them on your feet. Thongs. I'm wearing the hooded jag sweatshirt. Oh, a bit cold. The dawn chorus must have been beautiful before introduced species. It's cool still. Probably quite English with the blackbirds in there. There's a couple of boats out. It's amazing how the human voice carries over water. There's a pair of seagulls cruising over. <laughs> I'm writing this to someone. Maybe it's us from another time visiting the Kuratau Dawn. <laughs> We're spooky as songwriters, aren't we? Goldfinches make a happy sound. I miss them. I'm back in New Zealand briefly here. In fact, native New Zealand birds sound extremely chilled out. Even the introduced ones are relaxed when they chirp. <laughs> And on it goes. So, a little bit of slice of scene there. And they're, they're the sorts of observations that I make. Um, I don't often write them down. And I thought, well, maybe what I should do is um, do some beach recordings. I was talking to Paul Dredge about that. And I think probably I will because you just sort of see so much. And maybe being out in nature opens your mind up a little bit gives you that clarity you know that sometime late things seem so clear when the light went off twice <laughs> sounds like the winds disappeared outside and um what I'm doing here is a great feeling to be able to just play and talk because that's what you do when you're writing a song in a way. Yeah, you're, you're playing and you're talking and you're thinking. It's that whole two things at once. Yeah, when you're sort of rubbing your palms of your palm, one palm on your chest, round and round, and patting your head. It's, it's, I guess it is that. And you know, I've always marvelled at drummers. I still do because I am not one, but I have kind of roughly. I wouldn't say I've mastered it, but I have managed to hold a basic beat down and do some drumming, and I'm really pleased about that because that's like four limbs doing things and I, I guess I'm doing a lot in the band playing bass and piano and, and singing but when you're songwriting as a songwriter I think it probably helps 
you get outside of yourself because you have to let go in order to do more than one thing like that. You have to... I was writing on my blog this week, and have a look if you want, uh, petepascoewordpress.com, about memory. Um, how are all memories of everything that we've ever done or all stored away down in there? I think maybe that's the case. Um, how else does you know muscle memory happen like I'm doing just right now? And this happens automatically. And it's like you've got to practice, yeah, of course, but, but practice bringing memories to the surface. And, and the more you do that, the better, better you get, the more clarity. And, and I, I think that's true as a, a lyricist, yeah. As a lyricist, they're the sorts of songs I wrote. Right, anyway, real things that are going on in my life. And it's an absolute pleasure. It is such a pleasure. Because right now, take me back in time... This song took me back to 1987, and remember the old piano? <laughs> I had a heart attack one night, and the cat leapt on there in the middle of the night because the piano was in my bedroom. It was a shared house, you know, and that old piano was great. Didn't have a front or anything, but uh, the lid was up, and a black and white cat, Purdy, jumped from the top, dong, like this, you know. <laughs> middle of the night, yeah. And I have this black and white cat, two of them actually now, and I, I swear one of them is just a bit like Purdy. And it's nice to have a pet. Love animals, love life. Okay, there we go. I think we're going to leave it there today. Do hope you've enjoyed uh, the Made Me Realize episode I have. It's brought back plenty of memories. So I think perhaps picking out that writing's not a bad idea. I'll go back and dig up my old diaries. So I have kept, here's a tip. I've kept diaries now since Paul Dredge and I went on the road, Paul in New Zealand, um, my co-songwriter buddy. Well, we've got a good album on the way. I'm about to bring up some more waves, Paul's waves, man. Um, their song samples, yeah. I've uh, recorded his bass and guitar and singing on a song we've writing, we've written together, and Paul's done his part. So I'm about to import them into uh, my music studio after this, and, and that is a joyous occasion when that happens. There's a lot of joy to be had in music, in any creative field. If you're thinking about doing it, hope I've, hope I've just tipped you over the edge to go, yeah, I am going to do this. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you enjoy it. Um, if you're well along that path, congratulations. Keep on going. That's what I'm doing. And that's what I've written the diary today, actually, in my, and my blog. Wow. Well, I got, hopefully got some years ahead. And I wonder how many songs more I can write. How many more songs? How many albums? It's an exciting thing. Okay. I think what we do is just play the piano to finish with. Thanks for dropping by. I do appreciate it. If you have enjoyed it, I'd love you to sign up to my email list. Sure. Info at petepasco.com. Check out some paintings. Yeah. Lots of songs. 800 songs, 13 albums, etc. I won't do too much of that here. You can find it plenty online. Have a great week. Catch you next time. Pete Pasco signing out.